It's time once again for another episode of Co-Founders Radio. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. And now, here's your host, Rich Casanova. All right, it's that time of the week and day again and once again for Co-Founders Podcast. Rich Casanova here in the studio alongside Craig Williams. Glad Craig, to be here. Are you Glad ready for this one, man? Oh, yeah. Always. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. Uh, so we're here live in our Pro Business Channel studios uh, overlooking our bu- million-dollar Buckhead view and uh, here in Atlanta. And this show brought to you in part by WeWork, the world's largest uh, space to make things happen, right? Shared space, yeah. Shared space, they co-working. specialize, yeah. And we're very excited. Welcome to, officially to Atlanta. Yes, and with um, open arms, big time, yeah, and a big smile, <laughs> always. So, um, so we have some folks here that uh, are wearing the hat as co-founders in their uh, respective businesses. We're going to learn about their journey, their venture to this point, what they might be looking at in the future, and um, we're going to um, have uh, Jennifer on in just a moment. But let's uh, welcome um, Story Wood. Yeah, Markeith Wood. So, Markeith, give us a little teaser, ladies first. But we're going to have you just introduce yourself real quick and just say. Um, uh, share just a second about your business and what, what you're doing to make things happen over there. Okay. Thank, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Uh, again, my name is Mark Keith Wood. Um, I'm uh, out of Atlanta, Georgia, but I'm actually from Newport News, Virginia. Oh, really? Virginia yes. Beach, myself right here, dude. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Look at that. Look at that. We got a connection already. <laughs> All right. right nice. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you, you said you want to know something briefly? Yes. About yeah. It? Just quick s- snapshot. Yeah. Okay. So, so basically, in a nutshell, we are an online social network. And we've created this social network to give students access to role models. Oh, okay, nice. Mm-hmm. We'll be uh, staying tuned and uh, hearing that in just a moment. All right. Um, first up, we want to welcome uh, Jennifer Bodner to the studio. Jennifer, since the 1920s, the head of America's largest advertising agency, presented firm's credentials to George Washington Hill, CEO of American Tobacco. So to give us your account, dedicate more than 50 copywriters to that event, right? Well, so this is a little story that goes that, you know, in the 20s, there was the head of the largest advertising agency in the country, and he went and met with the head of American Tobacco, which at the time was one of the biggest accounts to have. Okay. And he said, listen, if you give us your account, we're going to give you 50 copywriters to us. And and the head of American Tobacco said back, he said, I just want your best one. That's it. <laughs> and that's really what Babbitt Bodner's all okay. about. It, we're a small team, but it really doesn't matter how big your team is as long as you've got great people that can do great work for clients. And they're the best one. It, it seems to, with uh, if you look at the firms that they've represented, it looks like they've been the best one for a number of Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. We've worked um, across the country and, and I'm a native Atlantan, okay. which is very rare in yeah. this day and age, but right. uh, do a lot of work across the Southeast and across the country, worked with PayPal, <laughs> eBay, Starbucks, um, and current clients. We're working with United <clears throat> Way in Atlanta. Oh, wow. We're working with Usher's Foundation um, and representing a new eye care uh, concept called Treehouse Eyes. So we've got a lot happening with some great clients. Outstanding. Tell us a little bit about the Babbitt Bodner. We see your name's Jennifer Bodner. Well, Tell my name is Jennifer Babbitt Bodner. Ah, <laughs> I like that. I like so that. So it's a little bit of a, a you know paying homage to, to the woman before she got married and currently. Um, and also my family is, has a background in, in advertising in Atlanta. And so um, my dad, who I got the Babbitt name from, is is a longtime marketer and creative. So I wanted to make sure that was a part of the company. Well, that's beautiful. Nice, because, yeah. well, I mean, just with the name, you're able to tell the story. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. 
So tell us your story before you got into uh, what you're doing right now. What's the backstory of uh, Jennifer Babbitt Bodner? Absolutely. Well, um, I worked first in New York and then in Atlanta for some of the largest PR firms in the world. I spent 13 years at Edelman um, and finally decided to take a leap of faith. I've always had a little bit of an entrepreneurial spirit. My parents are entrepreneurs. My grandparents are entrepreneurs. And so I guess it's it's in the blood. Well, right, and, yeah. <laughs> um, it was a big leap of faith after being in corporate America for, you know, 15 years and, and having that stability. Um, and we just started at the end of last year. Oh, We've wow. got about eight clients so far. And so it's off to an amazing start. And it's been a fun journey. That is an amazing start. Uh, less than a year almost. That's and right. you got eight clients and the backstory with that on top of that, what would you say has transitioned or changed in the last, uh, let's say the last decade when it comes to marketing and advertising? You know, obviously the, um, the channels, I think that people receive their news. I mean, I, I think when people used to hear public relations, they thought, Oh, that means you get me in a, in the newspaper. Well yeah. now, you know, nobody's reading the newspaper. So you have to get them on Facebook and mentioned by a friend and through their social networks and, um, you know, on a billboard. And so I think the biggest change is just there's so many different channels and to really make an impact, you have to be on all of them. And what's separating you all? I mean, I know the story you have here and the name is incredible. You have the history. You have a body of work having worked with Edelman. Uh, which is a reputable name yeah. in the industry. Um, what would you say? What else would you say would separate you from the uh, the rest of those? Yeah, I mean, I think it really does come down to to customer service, like any other great business, right? It's um, really understanding your clients' needs, what they're trying to accomplish from a business standpoint, and and how can um, our team just be a part of that growth, right? It's not about just PR. It's not about just marketing. It's about how are we a true business partner. Um, and that's really the view we take with every single client. Okay, awesome. Now you mentioned advertising and PR. Um, those don't necessarily always go together. Are they very different? Yes or yes or? I would say no. they, you know, in a in best case scenario, they should go together. Okay. Um, you know, it's again, you've got to get your company name out there. You've got to become preferential. And the more that a consumer or a business sees that message, the more they're going to understand it. So if you've got the budget and you can do advertising and PR, okay. even better. I like the word you use, preferential. So that's kind of like what's... When you deal with trust triggers, right? What 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 are some of those things that you would say make a brand or an individual offering uh, a preferential? Right, that's a good question. You know, I think I mean first off is just transparency. I, I think we've seen so many companies and brands that have just tried to keep something back and no you know it may not the truth may not come from them but it's going to come from someone yeah. so you may as well have it come from you yeah. um in terms of preferential you know i always say even if you don't have the best product or the best offering there's other things you can do to make yourself the best whether that be your customer service a price point but don't just come out there and try to make news when you're on par with a competitor gotcha. so you got to really find your point of differentiation and i think that's uh that can be anything. Yeah, especially if it has to do with your individual story. That's the one thing that separates us from everyone else, right. your individual story or experience. Um, I've noticed we don't normally talk politics, so we won't uh, break that rule necessarily, but uh, we are in a political season, 
And I, when you mentioned about being transparent, I've, I've witnessed that in a number of campaigns recently over the years where they tend to, they want to get ahead of the curve and just right out of the gates, here's the deal. And if they do that, it's like it takes the wind out of the sails from the opponent, right? Exactly. It's like, well, and I think right. it's the same for politicians, for for brands, yeah. for companies. Right. I mean, again, in this day and age, there are no secrets. Right. Yeah. You know, right. so yeah. so it's so much better when you can really control that message yeah. when it's coming from you. Right. Um, and I think we probably see that the most, to your point, in politics right yeah. now. And that's what resonates with human humanity. Um, you sharing your individual humanity as opposed to giving them this impression or perception of something else. And that's when they are ready to lend their their vote, that's right. their dollar, their wallet, their heart, their support to you. you well, know? I think a lot of times now people are forgetting the relations part of public relations. And yeah. I, I just think it's so important. You know, it, it, we are not just talking heads or trying right. to put spin on something. It's really about... <clears throat> Building a relationship with the end user, whether again, whether that be them reading something, hearing it on a podcast, right. um, you know, <laughs> what, what, however they get it, you got to sort of build a relationship with the end user. So it's more personal relations becomes public. Correct. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, now we we dropped these names early on. I want to come back to these. These are some big iconic brands. These aren't just your uh, never heard of those guys brands. Um, so can you share with us where these projects like for eBay or Starbucks or PayPal? Sure. I mean, what was the engagement? So in? some of these were when I was working at Edelman. Right, right, um, right. I, with Starbucks, I helped, um, we launched Starbucks uh, via Ready Brew. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know that if yeah. you've ever used those. Yeah. They're great. Coffee yeah. on the go. Um, for PayPal, I do so one of the things I do a lot of work is working with executives on how to um, you know, build their presence. So right. I worked very closely with the CMO at the time there okay. and, and just um, everything from some of her blogs to, you know, what conferences should she attend. And I think... I think especially with um, female executives in this day and age, it's something that they aren't doing as much of as they should be. And it's a huge opportunity um, for women that are in leadership to get out there. You know, it's good for them, but it's always great for the business as well. And um, sometimes we don't think about that person as a brand, but they, you know, representing that, that label, it's, there's so many moving parts of that, right? The persona, the presentation, um, what circles they're in. Right, but right, it's also about what, you know, what the company is all about. Right now I'm working with a company called Leapfrog IT. They're uh-huh. based in Atlanta, and they provide um, IT services. The founder is a uh, an amazing woman. <clears throat> 18 years, this business has done unbelievably well. And, you know, when you listen to her story and the growth and the passion that she's put into it and the way that she hires, it really just makes you even more connected and, to your point, feel that, you know, preference for that company because it's about the people um, and what they offer. We definitely need to book her. Sounds like Uh, she's a candidate, so make sure we (laughs) Make that happen. She's getting her notepad out or whatever. It's a done deal. (laughs) Leapfrog (laughs) IT, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... uh, so you're still um, with this huge background with Edelman and other ventures and the family. Um, uh, I can feel your excitement and passion for this is your baby now, right? That's and, right. And uh, so what do you see? What's your mission? What's, your, um, what's a good day look like for you? Well, on top of it, I have other ba- I have three real babies. Okay. I have three, three little girls. They're um, awesome. six, four, and almost two. Oh, geez. And, um, and so life is never dull. No. Um, <laughs> and it's always busy. But I think, um, 
you know, that's what that's what keeps me going. It's just that busyness and that drive and having three girls and and I just you know, I hope that I have a great successful company, but I also hope that I show them that women can do it all. Most definitely. Most definitely. That resonates with you. You have a, a four few, daughters. Four yeah. daughters, wow. yeah. <laughs> Flashback. Married an only child. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so um it, it, I mean you're you're also a wee worker. I am. Oh, yeah. so I let's, just let's moved just in talk. last yeah, yeah. week. We it's just very moved exciting. in there. Yeah, yeah. next week. So tell me a little bit about uh, what your experience has been with we work in the space. You know, it's been great. Um, I think when you when you have a small business like I do, um, it's it's very easy to feel lonely or to not have sort of a community right, around yeah, yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And so it's great to be surrounded by so many people that are doing amazing things. I mean, it, just talking to people in the halls, it's like incredible. And it is truly a community. And it you is. have different sizes. You have the one, one-offs and you have people, uh, companies with uh, individuals teams of a, 10 or more right and i think so they've done a great job at building that community yeah. and just getting people to to know each other and just opportunities like this came from we work there you go all right um and i know it's just that kinetic energy right i mean it's hard to kind of it put is. into words but you just feel like these like-minded folks um they're all doing good stuff and um they're passionate about what they're doing as opposed to you know prior to that we we've all spent a lot of time at at uh, starbucks or whatever and and um, but you need that outside environment sometimes outside of your house, would it? Right. Right. But, um, uh, but we work. They got it going. Great on. energy. Yeah. Great energy. It's all about the energy. All right. So um, uh, if you would take a moment just to share with us, uh, Jennifer uh, Babbitt Bodner. What's um, next? Yeah. What's next? Yeah. What's what's on the horizon? You know, we just keep growing and growing. Um, we're looking always, if anybody's, you know, looking to grow their visibility, if there's any executives that need some help in terms of their presence um, or great brands that are ready to take it to the next step, go to babbittbodner.com, um, and all of our contact information is on there. You can find me on Twitter and LinkedIn oh, and yeah. Facebook and all that. <laughs> What about Snapchat? And all you know what? I'm not Snapchatting. Me neither. Yeah, we have really- I have to, I have to <laughs> I cut the line Draw somewhere. The line. Same, same here, yeah. <laughs> no offense, Snapchat. That's whatever. right. Yeah. We love it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, Jennifer, hold tight here just for a second. We appreciate you being Thank in the you studio. So much. Absolutely. And we'll see you at WeWork yes. <laughs> around the corner. Yeah. That's right. Um, so we're going to now switch gears and um, uh, turn our attention now to our uh, a guest also joining us in the studio, Markeith uh, Wood, as we mentioned, with Storyboard Nation. Yes, sir. And I know when I saw um, what you were doing online, I thought, we, Craig and I said, we got to have this guy in the studio mm-hmm. and hear your story. So, um, And you mentioned this is an online social network. Right. Uh, so expound on that. Okay. So it really, really started for me about maybe a little over 20 years ago, I just started to mentor kids around that time. Um, I was a, I'm a barber okay. by, by trade originally. So barbers uh, and bo- bodnets and Yeah, barbers <laughs> and bodnets, <laughs> yes, exactly, all the bees. Uh, so, you know, starting off as a barber, being a barber, you, you, you're pretty much a therapist to each one of your customers. Yeah. You know, uh, before you know it, I, I, they, they begin to talk to you about personal issues and things. And then you, you really become entrenched in the community, you know, especially when it comes to... Uh, a kid, you may have been his barber from eight years old up until he graduates and wow. he moves on and he has wow. children. And I found myself without even really understanding it that I, I had become a mentor to the community. Uh, I, I've done events, uh, basketball tournaments, uh, different things uh, that involve the community. And then after so much time of that, I, I, I've volunteered a lot with the YMCA's, boys clubs within the school system. I 
now I go into the schools and I speak to the kids. And so what happened is basically each time that I would have these uh, conversations with the kids and I'm in the school, I feel like I'm able to make a connection. I'm part of that hip-hop generation. Now. Right, so, yeah. so I, <laughs> me, me too. Yeah, so I'm, I'm 23 years old with 20 years of experience. Nice. So it makes me 43. Uh, but, you know, I, I came up through that era, and when I, when I speak to the kids, it's not really from a, a motivational speaker type of standpoint. I, I really get down to relate to the kids. And what would happen at the end of each one of my sessions, the kids would run up to me and they would want to get my email address or my phone number to try to continue the conversation afterwards. And, you know, that's kind of a, a tricky position when you're dealing with kids. Sure. Yeah. And so I, I just started to think, well, how can I continue this conversation after right, right. I have these sessions? And that's when the birth of Storyboard came. Wow. We started thinking about, well, everybody's using Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And I wasn't really that guy right. who, was, who was on social right. media like that. But I started to understand, well, this is where the world is going. This is what the kids are on. Sure. So there should be something out there where the kids are able to connect with mentors online. So I started to look around. And what I started to find is there are individual uh, mentorship organizations around the world that actually do connect with students online. But there's there isn't one that actually is separate from those entities. They all use Facebook. They'll all use Twitter. They'll all use Instagram. But there's nothing dedicated for the students. So then you start to think, well, if if a kid really wants to connect with the role model online, where does he go? Right. Storyboard Nation. This is when that came out. And a lot of these folks are um, entrepreneurial-minded mm-hmm. um, is where a lot of the coaching or the conversation takes place around business and startups. and. Yeah, absolutely. Um, really, the last organization that I put a lot of volunteering time into was Operation Hope right here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love what they do. They teach kids financial literacy. And so uh, going to the schools, you'd be surprised when you start to speak to the kids how many of them really don't think far enough ahead about the things that they'll face when it comes to the hourly pay and how to really maintain themselves after after school. They really don't know about credit. They really don't know about interest and and how to really uh, maintain themselves uh, with their student loans and what what happens after college. And so, you know, we got to this point where um, speaking to the kids in the school uh, uh, with what Operation Hope was doing also, uh, we 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 look around and we can always find the next great basketball player, the next great football player in school. Mm-hmm. But how do you connect to that young entrepreneur? Yeah. How do how do you give them something to reach out to? How where do they go to ask questions? Gotcha. So this is where the all of these things from Storyboard Nation came into. Are, Craig, you think what I'm thinking? We have a meeting on Friday about this exact topic for a new show about uh kids and financial uh literacy. Yeah, yeah, just just resources, anything that mm-hmm. we could do for our children. I mean, there's a there's a lot of money put into what we as parents probably would consider our distractions to their productivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one thing that I would I'd be interested in is how this platform is u- utilized to get uh, youth. I, I'm not saying that they. I mean, they grew up with these devices. So uh-huh. right. um, how how can we utilize it to get them in front of more? of what they are going to need as they grow into this society that they're 
Yeah. So like, like you just said, distractions and everybody has one of these cell phones. And everybody's distracted. Right. We're all distracted. Yeah. I'm sorry. What were you saying? Exactly. (laughs) You're probably taking a call or sending a message right now. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's, that's just, that's the world we're living in. So just what you just said, you know, I'm, I'm getting ahead of that curve. Yeah. So, uh, for example, uh, when, when a kid, I I have a um, a friend of the family who is now he's a Division One basketball player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he had a message that was sent to him from Steph Curry after his MVP season, inviting him to his camp, and it was a thirty second video message, but he was speaking directly to him, mm. and he sent that message to him, and it, you know it's a video response. Just that connection right there, you know, that changed the way he felt about himself. Most definitely. And engagement. Engagement. And they're not used engagement. to engaging anymore with the human engagement. Exactly. exactly. And, a, and a text message is cool. Yeah. You know, we all, yeah. you know, but is that really coming from that person? Right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, but when I see an actual video message and you're responding to me, I feel a connection. And so it wasn't I, his avatar. It was actually it, him. It was actually him. <laughs> yeah. It was actually him. And, and, it, and it was a simple thing, you know, something he could have picked up his phone, turned it around and boom, there it is. Yeah. Send the response. So um, we have that same type of concept where it's a Q and a, you know, yeah. if, if a kid sends up that beacon and he has that question, man, I really want to be, um, uh, I really want to do something with the city and I'm trying to find out who can I connect with that mentor, that role model will be able to send a video response to that answer. And that, that engagement, that that's what they need. You know, they, you'll talk to kids now and they'll swear they had a conversation. And what they really did was they had a text message conversation. Exactly. I mean, my, my, my daughter all the time, I said, have you talked to your sisters? Yeah. Yeah. So, so what are they, how are they doing? Well, we did, I text or, you know, exactly. and, and that's the communication and it happens with adults. Sometimes we can be sitting right next to each other and we're texting each right other in the house, as opposed right in the to house. having that conversation. <laughs> and, you yeah. know, there's not always going to be, I mean, God, God forbid, a power outage. We had one of those at WeWork. Right. <laughs> Just, well, I mean, it was, it was intentional. One, yeah. It was a scheduled one. <laughs> uh-huh. But, I mean, it's it's those things that we get so so used to having in the dependency, whereas just opening your mouth and looking at someone in their eyes and yeah. having a conversation and engaging, yeah. especially in marketing. Right. You, I mean, we've gotten away from that. It's all the, the bells and whistles and the smoke and the you know mirrors, and we are forgetting that engagement, that personal Real engagement, connection. and that opportunity to utilize this technology to tell your story and exactly. actually share and engage once again. Is there an app? Yes. Uh, right. Okay. So this is what we've been doing. Uh, it's go- been going on for three years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first couple of years we were building, it was my partner and I, uh, I was speaking about Operation Hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, my partner is actually the wife of John Hope Bryant, who okay. is the founder of Operation Hope. It's Natasha Foreman Bryant is my co-founder. Um, and so we've, we've been constructing how we will approach the kids. Now, in the last uh, few months, we've actually hired on our tech team. So we, we've created an app. In the last year, we've been testing uh, with uh, some students to find out what they would like, how to manipulate the site. Because, you know, it has to be fun for kids. Yeah. Uh, by the time I found out about Facebook, the kids were off Facebook. Yeah, exactly. They, they were on Twitter. By the time I found out about Twitter, yeah, they were off Twitter. They were on Instagram. Yeah, they don't want now, yeah. now they're on Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're going where we're not. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, so you have to, you you have to always engage the kids in the dialogue on what they want. Yes. So that's where we are right now. We, we're actually uh, – uh, constructing something that'll be fun for them, something that'll be interactive for them. And uh, we're, we're looking to release uh, in, in uh, this fall when the school's, the, uh, school's back in session this yeah. fall. Mm-hmm. That's when we're looking to release. Outstanding. Yeah. 
So are you connecting role models as well um, as part of the, the process? This is That's a big part of it. Yeah. Uh, and that's actually what we're doing right now. We're doing the Role Model Challenge campaign uh, where where I'm from is Newport News, Virginia. And recently I've re- relocated. So I'm back in Virginia now as okay. of the last three weeks. My team is here, though. It's all five right. of us now. We're, nice. they're, they're all here. So we, we're all connecting virtually also yeah, yeah. <laughs> and moving forward. <laughs> but so what we're doing, um, I'm, I'm connecting with the – this is let me rewind. So, what I found out being twenty three with twenty years of experience, <laughs> I, um, like that. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah I'm going to use that. One. I'm not you steal you it. can have it. You can have it. it. Thank you, sir. So, the people that I actually grew up with, uh, went through, went to school with, and in our twenties we worked around. Now, twenty years later, they're actually. You know, we used to do the complaining. Why don't we have this? Why is that not available for the kids? Mm -hmm. Why is that not available? So now I found out that we are now in those positions in order to make those decisions. My friends are now principals, teachers, coaches. They're, they are the parents. We are now the athletic directors. We are now the community, the city council members. We are now the school board members. That's my generation now. So because of the timing, I feel like we're being aligned, mm-hmm. you know, spiritually. Yeah. I feel Most like we're definitely. being aligned. This is the moment in order for us to make these changes. We see where the technology is going. No one really knows where it's going. So we're just trying to get ahead of that curve and, and put something out there uh, for the students. Students that will actually be something that they will want to utilize forever. I'd like to say this. Mm-hmm. I think we dictate where it's going because we are behind what technology is. And, and it's that mindset of the, the Terminator and the, all that science fiction that we've seen that it's going <laughs> to leave us and go on without us. Right, right, right. But right. it's really up to us. Yeah. Uh, we're the one behind the technology. We're the ones that's using the technology, whether it be for marketing or mentoring or anything. Mm-hmm. I think it's our responsibility to take this where it needs to go. I'm going to add on to that. I think it's not only our responsibility, but we always leave out the kids. Yeah. The kids are really the ones who, and I, when I say kids, children, children, yeah, kids, yeah, and, kids. And, and that window is so short. Like when I go and I speak to an eighth grade uh, class, mm-hmm. the first thing I, I tell them all is how many years before you graduate? And they all, you know, it's four years because if eighth grade is getting ready to end, ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th, four years, you look up and it's over yeah. and you're out of high school. If you haven't already started thinking about what you're going to do, you're going to look up in this graduation time and yeah. you're going to be hanging out there not knowing what you're going to do next. So when you start and, and you just will be surprised at how many kids have not thought of that. I talked sure, to a lot yeah. of kids and, and, and I, I, when I first started doing this, I went in there with a lot of assumptions, you know, cause I was one of the fortunate ones that was able to be raised with my mother and my father. Uh-huh. And we had certain conversations that a lot of families well, see, I, 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 I'll stop you right there. Uh-huh. I mean, the answer is here, the marketing and mentoring. Mm-hmm. It's the responsibility of those who go before you. You just said it. Mm-hmm. You had your mother and your father. Mm-hmm. They were the ones that were mentoring you. Yep. The, the children, they're sponges. Mm-hmm. If they don't see it done, yeah. if they don't see it exercised yeah. in us, those uh-huh. who've gone before them, where are they going to get it? Kids are being kids. Exactly. And, you know, it's our responsibility, as I said before. Yep. To, t- to be responsible yeah. and mentor, not so much always directly, but indirectly, we're always meant. Somebody's always watching us. Absolutely. So it's our responsibility. So what you're doing is very paramount mm-hmm. for our society, for our children, for our future. Period mm-hmm. is to gather those mentors 
to come around, come yeah. back around, mm-hmm. and revisit those who did not have the fathers or the mothers. Or Absolutely. some of them have fathers and mothers, and you kind of wish they didn't have those fathers. Right, right, right. right. You know, yeah. We don't but, choose them. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Right, right. So, but And the children, they're just there. So it's, it's it, like I said, I think it's very important. That's why I love marketing and sales mm-hmm. and, 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 and being a part of that change mm-hmm. uh, so that the children have an option because Absolutely. they did not. You know, Absolutely. they did not choose to be here. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, and, and everybody's not an athlete, and, yeah. and you know, and everybody's not a rapper or a singer or entertainer. An, an entertainer. So, you know, mm-hmm. that quiet kid in the back of the class who wants to ask the question, who do they ask that question? Those to? examples that yeah. have gone before. Right. So, right. I, I'm really excited about what both of you all mm-hmm. do, and we're going to definitely do what we can to help amplify what you do. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, I'm, it. Just listening to the conversation, and I'm thinking maybe United Way with what Jennifer's doing and with the kids, mm-hmm. there's something uh, maybe cooking might happen there. Yeah, I was hoping she was right. So how do we so how do we get in yeah, touch yeah. with you? Yeah. Okay, so uh, Storyboard Nation is s t o r i b o a r d nation dot com to get in touch with me directly. Uh, I have a site, markeithwood.com, and I'll spell that M-A-R-K-E-I-T-H-W-O-O-D.com. That's my full name, .com. All right. And we're going to accept that as the correct spelling, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I didn't confuse you. Mark Keith Wood. It's like Mark and Keith together. Nice. <laughs> All right. So um, unfortunately, we are out of time uh, for this episode of the uh, Co-Founders Podcast, but what a great show right yes thanks to we work yeah thank you I want to thank uh we work and all the folks and uh being on the show we'll see you next time on the co-founders podcast shout out asia thank you for joining rich casanova and his guests on the pro business channel Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of Co-Founders Radio.